0: hey yo, welcome to the social studies podcast
1: hey how's it going it's gasper
0: gasper where you gonna be well
1: first off i'm gonna be back at work by the time this airs i will be in a classroom (laughs) yeah you might be listening to this i will probably already be sitting in my classroom just getting ready to start showing finding nemo but i will be doing comedy november 4th in new jersey at bananas comedy club and i will be in rhode island with Yours truly, Mr. D, in October. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Ayo, I got a few more dates coming up too. I just did Miami coming up. The 23rd, 24th, Salt Lake City. The 30th of September, the 1st of October, Vegas. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The 25th of September, Boise, Idaho. Get those tickets, you crazy potatoes. September 30th, October 1st, Vegas. September 7th and 8th, I'm going to be in Rhode Island with...
1: woo woo. (laughs) october 7th and october 8th with me, with me and jimmy cash who is it's gonna be
0: a great show i'm really looking forward to that one october 13th milwaukee 14th chicago 20th through 22nd rochester you want to do those rochester shows by the way
1: what's the date october
0: 20th 21st and 22nd so you should just do it oh you can't because of that one thing that one thing yeah
1: maybe we'll see
0: we'll get i have to tell Um, you a story about that Yeah, November 4th, Atlanta, November 5th, New Orleans, the 10th, 11th, and 12th of November. I'm in Portland, Oregon, the 18th and 19th, you crazy hooligans sold out Boston for the 18th. There's still a few tickets left for the 19th. We're at the Wilbur Theater, Muff. I'm going to be shooting my special. It looks like I'm shooting my special in LA, December 3rd. More to come on that. Charlotte, December 8th, 9th, and 10th. Then Appleton, Fort Wayne, Louisville, 16th, 17th, and 18th of December. Sorry, I sound like a cocky motherfucker. We're moving past it. Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: and also guys we are going to be doing a little giveaway so we have some real cool stuff for you all you have to do is take a screenshot that you are listening to the podcast tag joe and i mr d times three and stand up randazzo quote something that you found funny or something that you liked from the podcast and post it somewhere on social media make sure you tag us so we could see it and it doesn't matter
0: it doesn't matter which social media it can be instagram it can be Twitter. It could be Fosboo.
1: It could be MySpace.
0: It um, could be OnlyFans, honestly.
1: I might not see it. It depends. Have but,
0: you ever subscribed to I'm gonna ask you this because I'm pretty sure your wife listens to this. So I'm gonna ask you this not on the podcast. No, you I <laughs> never
1: have. I never have. I never did. <laughs> I think
0: but, I think OnlyFans is very pop and gay culture. That's gay for culture. Have
1: you subscribed to it?
0: Morgan, listen, so we're going to change the topic.
1: Gotcha. So <laughs> we are going to be giving away a mystery prize from me, a mystery prize from Joe, and also a mystery prize, a piece of, well, this isn't a mystery because I'm going to tell you what it is. It is a piece <laughs> of jewelry from True Warrior Jewelry. That's truewarriorjewelry.com.
0: And, com.
1: And you can get a piece of jewelry, a mystery prize from Joe, and a mystery prize from me. And they're cool and, prizes.
0: And I want to tell you all guys about this too. True Warrior Jewelry, I rock that shit when I go on stage. Gasper can attest, I do do that. Also, yes. it's worn by celebrities, like big-time celebrities, in their cover photos and ish. So, cosmopolitan. cosmopolitan.
1: It was so in th- Sex in the City. It was on Sasa Sata. Kevin Can Go Fuck Himself? Some show about Kevin.
0: Yeah, I think it's called Kevin Can Go Fuck Himself. Yeah, it was just
1: on that today. She just saw it. I don't know
0: that's amazing and also you can get it from gasper's attic because that's where it's made
1: so there's that we have a studio so we're good
0: no it is cool check out true true warrior jewelry and don't forget all you got to do and even if you listen to us on youtube if you watch the video just screenshot it and like post it so screenshot yourself listen to the podcast quote a part that you found funny tag us and now we're done
1: (laughs) that was a nice long intro
0: here we you are. You know what the funny, the funniest part about you and I and the podcast together? So many people have been telling me they're like, it's like I'm just like in a room with you guys listening.
1: Well, the best part is that people like are say like, oh, I feel like I'm on Facetime with you guys. But the reality is, what they don't realize is before we even started filming this, Joe and I talked for a whole hour <laughs> yeah, about we and <laughs> we we're we just like just, ruck, 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 ruck. we could have just recorded that and did whole hour of,
0: but we'd be canceled. Stuff
1: the podcast but that's all the stuff that we can't have you guys listen to
0: yeah we wouldn't have friends anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or a podcast all right so we thought of some so our right, first how was your weekend joe my weekend was good
0: honestly i went to i have uh actually i kind of got a lot that i want to talk to you about right before we get into this by the way you guys we're getting into conspiracy theories this week just a heads up
1: because last week we talked about it briefly and we both got very excited. So yeah. we wanted to get deeper into them.
0: I have a huge Canadian audience. Huge. And I, I don't know how or why, but anytime I do a show in Canada, anywhere, they blow out the tickets and they're just the nicest friggin' people. Like That's I'll why mention, They're
1: real nice. They just feel bad. They come.
0: Will, so the stereotype is that they're real nice, but it's not a stereotype because it's true. They. I will say like one little thing that I like and then they'll like show up and bring it to me. Like I was like, oh, these ketchup chips that I got at the airport are great. And then I have like 50 bags of ketchup chips by the end of the weekend. It's like nuts, right? But nothing has ever happened to me like this weekend. I'm in rural-ass Saskatchewan. Where's that? Still couldn't tell you. Like, outside of Saskatoon, Bumblefuck, nowhere's town, Canada. And I was stoked to do this show. Come to find out I'm staying at this hotel and I was supposed to get picked up at the door, right? right. And I was the woman who was going to pick me up, she wasn't answering her phone. So I thought that the venue was just next door. So I asked the ladies at the front desk, they're like, oh, it's just just over there. And I was like, oh, okay. And I started walking and walking and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is far. And then I went back and they were like, oh, you didn't, they're like, you must have passed it. I go, They're like, oh, are you walking? You don't have a car? <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't have a car. And she goes, oh, hold on one second. I'll be right back, right? I thought she was going to get like the hotel shuttle driver to drive me. This Canadian ass woman hand writes a be back in 10 sign, throws it up on the desk. I get in her personal Ford <laughs> F-150 that's riddled in kid shit because she told me she's got three kids. And she drove me in her personal vehicle to my gig. And I was there on time. That's so, some Kennedy shit.
1: That, and that only can happen in a town where everybody's nice. Yep. Because, like, imagine putting that sign up in New York City.
0: You'd have like, nothing in your store when you got back. Be
1: right back. Your whole hotel's gone.
0: Your whole Anna hotel. And Adelvey moved in. 100%. I also, when I got to the gig, I was nervous as hell. Because this town is a mining town. Oh, they so you mine like, for potash, is what they mine for. What and is potash? Potash is, like, a high... It's a potassium thing that attaches to salt and then you have to get it off of the salt and then it's used a lot in like fertilizer. Okay. That's what I learned from them. So it's a mining town. The lake in this town is a mineral lake so there's a lot of spas around because you float in the lake and shit and the water is colored. So i looking at all these people. They're a little rough around the edges like some real country-ass Canadians, right? So I'm over here like this is where I die and then I... Do the gig, right? And I opened up and I was like, wow, this place, where am I? And they laughed. And I go, you, I don't know what's going on here, but the water sure is colorful. They laughed (laughs) even more. And I was like, but it's okay. My favorite color is yellow. And then they lost it. (laughs) Gasper. And then at that point I said, screw it. I did all of my like, not clean material. These people loved it.
1: Was it a crowd of a te- like a teacher conference? Or yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It
0: was a teacher conference. So, okay. but they were like a lot of dudes, and they didn't look. They they were gonna be like down to mess with this, and they loved it. Which is not it, common
1: it. in shows.
0: Nope, not at all. They and they they. I just realized too. Like, don't fucking. Judge these people like these are some down ass people who were just there to take a joke and like I was joking with them about them and they were and they friggin loved it. It was so fun.
1: I I so I found so I this weekend I was also in a place called Summit Hill, Pennsylvania, which you would never hear about it. It's basically like Silent Hill, and it it felt like I turned down a street and there was just like a mist fog. And I had to like drive through it. And like my cell phone went completely dead. And I was like, I texted my wife. I'm like, I'm going to die. And it never went through. There's no service. And very similar. Like I went in thinking like I was actually nervous because you just don't know when it's a place like that. You know, you're used to like a city and like the comedy club atmosphere. I walked in. I was like, oh, my God, these people are not going to find anything I say funny. It was a school The principal rented out a bar for all his staff to come and watch a show, which is an awesome principal. Yeah. That's really cool. And yeah, they just had me come and do this show, but like same type of deal. I got up, I was nervous. And I was like, when I put in this address into the GPS, it just said, don't go, don't go. And like, they were like, yeah, (laughs) like you're right. And like, they were like, they were so cool about it. And then I made fun of the town. I was like, this town's real cool. Like you have this bar and, and that was it. And some guys like, Hey, I'm the mayor of this town. No, and he I'm didn't like, guess. I her. was like, no. of course the mayor's here. And not only was the mayor there, his wife was there who was a teacher and she looked like the mayor's wife. Like, think about <laughs> the most Stereotypical mayor's wife in a movie. And, and she was like a beautiful, awesome person. But like, the the fire chief was there because his wife was a teacher. I was like, what happens if there's a fire? And then I was like, never mind. The whole town's in this bar right now. And they were like, oh, yeah. You know, like they were all into it. There was a woman holding a baby. So I was like- In, I the, have bar. Been, <laughs> in, in the, the bar? In the bar. I was like, I have never performed in front of a six-month-old before. And the lady goes, her babysitter was out of town, her and her husband. The table next to them, go, the lady goes- <laughs> My daughter's the babysitter. She went away. I was like, by a show of hands, who the fuck doesn't know everybody in this bar and everybody lost it? Because they were like, we all know each other. Like everyone, you had the babysitter, you had the everybody. And then like the teachers were there. They <laughs> no, taught each desperate. other's kids. No but way. It was, but it was like one of the most fun shows I ever did. I know. It was just like conversation. And then at the end, I was like, all right, well, I'm done. There was no stage. I was like, I don't really know where to go. So I just put the microphone down and just sat at the table with a bunch of people. Did they and just hang out with talking. you after? Oh, yeah. Well, there's nothing else to do in that town. And then I was like, oh, at the end, I was like, I'm going to do what you all aspire to do. I'm going to get the fuck out of this town right now. But then there was nowhere to go. So I had to stay. You just I went like, to your hotel. Well, I was like, oh, is there anywhere to eat? They were like, nope, everything's closed at 10 o'clock. So I was like, shit. So I went back to the hotel and I ate TV dinners. Oh, I TV saw dinners. that. Yeah, it was sad. It was lonely and depressing.
0: That's comedy. Just by yourself all the time. I was time. just
1: eating like a Stouffer's, like, Hungry Man hot ready dinner. It was gross.
0: Yeah, for sure. I thought, fu- for literally, the, the most amazing towns that, that I've done shows in are places that people would be like no way
1: well that's the thing i think like it's also that like factor of like this is awesome that you're here and yeah. they're like super cool about it whereas yeah they, like, you know like they were just super happy to hang out and be there and yeah. like, they all listen to the podcast so a lot of them are probably listening right now and i really did love it even though i made fun of you guys all night and then like at, <laughs> oh, at, at i love that point, at one point i was like oh man i made fun of like janitors and i was like wait are there any janitors here and they were like the janitor at our school works in the kitchen of the bar and i was like get the <laughs> fuck out of here and he came out he came no he out didn't from- no he, he did not he came out and i said here's the mic this is your show now and he was he la- like you know they were just they were a great fun crowd like That's someone so i was funny. like where are the high school teachers some lady raised her hand and they're like she don't teach anymore. She's part-time like everyone was on her. So then like collectively we made fun of her. That's there awesome. There was like a new teacher who was just starting teaching. We got her to come up. We made fun of her for a while. They were all super down and into it.
0: People are and always the- surprised too when they ask me like what's your favorite city to perform in? Listen. And ev- and the OG listeners are going to be like, "Oh, talk about it one more time." But nothing will compare to Boston. Okay? Nothing there, like I never have gotten that much love, so nothing. But one that was just as much love and shocked the hell out of me Charlotte, North Carolina, friggin' love comedy zone, Charlotte, North Carolina. I could not believe it.
1: Nice people, and it's just oh, it dude.
0: And the other thing, too, is like. First of all, I feel like an asshole because I judge the hell out of these people before I go in. I'm like, they're not going to like me. I'm going to get hate crimed. This is where I die. And then I do my set and they're just like so fucking into it. And I'll never forget, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina and there was this like gay couple who was sitting like not far from me. And I go, (laughs) and I go, what do you, okay, hey, what do you, what do you teach? And he's like, I go, no, I go, oh, what do you teach? Let me guess, music? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, shocking. And I was like, careful with that one in North Carolina. And they were just like loving, laughing at themselves. And that is something that does not happen in teaching a lot. And I feel like that's what we're doing different is people, like so many teachers, like can't joke about this. But when you just chill the fuck out and do, like you're a healthier person, I feel.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, like... All these people were just super cool with like anything I had to say. And like, obviously we're coming from very different places, New York city teaching where I teach versus there. Yeah. You know, and they were, and, but they were like, I was telling stories and they were just like, wow, that's the stuff we read about on the news.
0: That's so funny. And I'm,
1: and I'm like, yeah, I'm living it. I got to so, tell you about
0: one more, one more thing. I did a gig yesterday morning at for I think it was called, Whoa is Wilmington, Massachusetts, their school district, right? And they were like, our teachers just need like some laughter, so can you do it? So I did a virtual gig. Wilmington. So I had to be up at 530 in the morning to do this gig because it was on Eastern time.
1: Well, you texted me at like my 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I was like, what are you doing up right
0: now? Yeah. You were like, what the hell? So I did the gig and they were running a little bit behind. So I was just kind of like, yeah, screw it. Like, let's just have fun with this one. And this, I could tell that the school needed some laughs, right? So there's this guy in a suit, bald. And I looked at him, I go, who's this daddy, Mr. Clean ass looking dude in the front? And they were just lying, (laughs) laughing so hard. They're like, that's our superintendent. (laughs) And I just ragged out this superintendent like the entire time. Right. I kept calling him like daddy and like doing like fucking around. At the end of the thing, I was like, eh, well, I guess I'm never getting asked to come back here again. <laughs> oh, and he had a sense of humor, too, because he turned at one point. And he's like, have we paid this guy yet? <laughs> but, <laughs> but then cool, I, I was worried that I took it a step too far. And then when it was all done, he sent me a personal email and he was like, hey, not only was that really funny, um, our teachers really needed it. Really appreciate ha- having you here today. And we'll see you at the Wilbur. I was like, that's Aww. so, like, I don't know. It just really made my day.
1: And he's like, next time we fly you in and you stay with me. <laughs>
0: You're staying in the superintendent's quarters, awesome. boy.
1: I'm going to show you the chokey. We've been re- <laughs> re- reissued the choky. <laughs> Speaking we, of, the, did you see that? I have schools? a
0: chokey in my house.
1: I believe it. Did you, uh, I used to, I told you about the, it wasn't a Chokey, but my old house in Brooklyn where I grew up at one point was, it was owned by questionable people.
0: Good. I got you. We're on the same who page. Who used
1: to do illegal activities. Favors.
0: They used to do favors.
1: They used to break your windows if you didn't pay them enough money. <laughs> they, they. They used to own my house, but my grandparents were immigrants and they rented it to these people not realizing it. Or whatever, maybe they realized, but they had the money. They used to. They had all bullet holes in this door in my basement. There was all bullet holes in like this storm door. So then, finally, when we got my grandparents, eventually had to kick them out because they were all over the newspapers for being syndicate. And so my grandparents kicked them out. Eventually, my family moved in. We never changed the door. And I remember saying to my dad, like, Dad, that door's got bullet holes on. He's like, Ah, it gives it character. And we used to just, leave. we had a door with bullet holes. I remember we used to take clothes hangers and stick them into the, hole, the bullet hole. You're to dude. hold stuff up. But how crazy. Like, whenever I holes.
0: talk to you, did you ever watch like Nickelodeon when you were like in middle school or whatever? I yeah, don't know if course. you guys, if you guys don't know this on the podcast yet, we're like the exact same age, right? But we didn't meet till we were like 33. So, anyway, do you remember on Nickelodeon when the world? So remember the, all the Y2K hype and we all thought like yeah, the yeah, world was going to shut down and shit? Nickelodeon started showing this show called A Walk in Your Shoes. Actually, I think it might have been on Noggin. Do you remember when they tried to do like a channel like called a, Noggin? It was a little more.
1: Like a was, little more risque?
0: No, it's supposed to be a little more like Discovery Channel for kids. Uh, like no, a little. We didn't have come cable Come on, you up. didn't like that?
1: We didn't have cable growing up.
0: Wait, but did. Like the Discovery Channel was my shit growing yeah,
1: up. Yeah, I didn't have cable. We didn't. We just we watched Channel Two and Four.
0: Well, and 5. never mind. Okay, so there used to be this show on Noggin called "A Walk in A Walk in Your Shoes," and they would take people like ten and twelve year olds at the time, which is what how old we were. No, wait, we would have been in two thousand. We were eleven. So.
1: 11.
0: Am I boring you? <laughs>
1: No, I've been up since oh. 5 o'clock in the morning. It's late my yeah, time. shut it's the hell o'clock. up. Your I built, built a deck, deck for me. today,
0: okay? So no excuses. <laughs> a walk-in They take these kids and they'd switch them, but they were like a farm kid and a city kid or like a, a kid from oh, Hawaii like and a kid life. from Alaska. Right, right. When Sometimes when I talk to you, I feel like we're on that show. <laughs> just like how fucking different <laughs> our upbringings were or just like, but also
1: similar in a lot of ways too. your your mom tells me all the time how she thinks i'm one of her sons
0: crazy yeah you know what that that woman she's grounded
1: they speaking of how we live very different yeah so so i tried saying i was i was doing an instagram story and i put captions on and i said oh i gotta take a sip of water and the captions could not pick it up (laughs) they tried like six different ways they were like w-h-u-t-e-r like wart i said i need a sip of water and the captions could not figure it out. And then I did another thing with, I said, differentiation. No, what did I say? I said something. And it, like, it just could not grasp what I was trying to say. But then I was cracking up thinking about how last week, everyone oh, in my yeah. family says, Mario.
0: And then what happened last week, too, with your captions? Your captions called me Jordan oh. Browski.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Broski. That was something. great.
0: That's my porn Jordan name Broski. for sure.
1: Yeah, so wait, on top, I don't know if we ever talked about this on here. So I had that wall, the door with the bullet holes in it, right? Mm -hmm. And if that wasn't scary enough, it was in a boiler room. Supposedly, it used to torture people in there, which is what made the bullet holes go there. My father bought a snake. Did we ever talk about the snake on the podcast?
0: I'm pretty sure. Not on the podcast, but in person.
1: Okay, so we had a snake. It was a 17-foot Bernese python.
0: Was it It burnt? Was it? Hold on. Hold on. Was it a Bernese python or was it a Burmese python? Because I'm pretty sure Bernese is like a person's first name.
1: <laughs> no, Bernice. No, Bernese?
0: <laughs> bitch. It's know. a Burmese python
1: oh, It was a from friggin- Burma,
0: the country.
1: So, you never saw that? I think, think we talked about this. Remember Jake the Snake, the wrestler?
0: Remember that part where I told you we live very different lives?
1: Do you know who Jake the Snake was?
0: Not a goddamn clue.
1: Jake the Snake was a wrestler in the 90s. He used to have a giant snake on his back. He used to wrestle before he became famous in the WWF. He used to wrestle at St. Dominic's Church, which was a church in the basement. He used to wrestle. He used to borrow my snake when he was coming. No. He would, (laughs) not mine. It was my family, you know, whatever, my family. So on top of having this gigantic snake in the boiler room. We used, my dad built a chicken wire fence from floor to ceiling to keep the snake in. So the snake would just linger around the boiler room with the bullet hole wall. Once in a while, the snake's teeth would get stuck on the fence and I would have to go in. My dad would make me go in with a pencil with the eraser and I'd have to pop his teeth off the fence to get him from, from chewing through the fence. So One day we raised rabbits. We had literally thousands of rabbits, thousands. I'll never forget. We had them all over our yard. One day I go in the boiler room to look at the snake, and my dad and my brother were standing there. The snake's literally devouring a rabbit. And I was crying, and my dad goes, That's the circle of life. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I just watched this snake eat a whole rabbit. Then I learned that we were only breeding the rabbits to feed the snake because he needed to eat a rabbit a day because he was so big.
0: Let me ask you, first of all, thanks for that.
1: I can't tell you how we got rid of it on air, but I will tell you a story.
0: Oh, my fucking (laughs) God. Nothing
1: illegal. Nothing illegal. We gave it to somebody. This
0: podcast is going to end up off the air because of some shit you told me. Listen, listen, that. And I hope to God the snake is not like your mom's Gucci bag right now. No, or no, no, like no. That. He's still
1: alive and well. He's fine.
0: Okay. So we, had, the- we gave
1: him away. We couldn't get rid of him though. He was dangerous. My dad was trying to sell him. Every time people would come over to buy him, he would bite my dad. My dad's hand would be gushing blood. He'd have to hide his hand behind his back. Then he got so vicious. We had to wear hockey equipment every time we <laughs> went in the boiler room. It was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling oh, the what's truth. What
0: was his name? What was his name?
1: I don't even. know. How many feet no did he get? I think he was 17 feet at the end. Oh my god! Yeah. So it was in the house hell. that
0: you're living in right now.
1: No, 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 in no the no, Brooklyn. No. When I was in Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: is crazy.
1: Yeah, and I told you about the alligators, right?
0: Yeah, Gasper.
1: Honestly, yeah, this yeah, is like too.
0: not allowed. A tr-
1: A traditional Brooklyn story. Alligators bought from a guy on the side of the road with exotic pets. This is not real. I mean, it's real. I don't know what to tell you. just, it's okay.
0: That's how you grew up. Didn't they live in the bathtub?
1: No, the alligators lived in a, a kiddie pool with a piece of glass on top of it. And then they had a heater in there, but one of them bit the heater and he got electrocuted and electrocuted the water and all three died. But it was for the best because they kept getting out and they would go after my brother and then my father would have to go after them. It was a really dangerous situation. (laughs) My mother was not happy.
0: I don't know what to say, but I do know (laughs) that I should say this. For anyone listening, we do not condone these acts. No. second, don't have alligators in your house. I don't need anyone filing a lawsuit on the Social Studies podcast because we gave you the idea to have an alligator.
1: Especially if you live in Brooklyn.
0: Especially if you live outside of Florida. Any friggin' way, we're going to cut to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Gasper. This is like the perfect topic because I learned about some crazy ass conspiracy theories this week. Oh, perfect. So Gasper and I, we every once in a while we realize that we have something like super in common that we never knew about. The one of them is that we're both like kind of obsessed with conspiracy theories and cults. But cults for sure. Cults for sure.
1: What about prison? Do you love prison?
0: Fuck yeah, I love prison and oh I love prison shows. I love my favorite prison shows are the ones where they get you at the border because you were smuggling something in. One time I watched this guy on one of these prison shows. They were like, sir, do you have anything on you? And they're like, nope. They're like, are you sure you don't have any birds on you? He's like, nope. This man is tweeting from his head to his asshole. Okay. They're like, (laughs) we're going to have to step you over here. This man had friggin' finches in medicine bottles everywhere on his entire body. <laughs>
1: Wait, why?
0: <laughs> he was trying to smuggle in these finches.
1: Are finches a, a smugglable item? Like, Dude, the dis- way
0: they smuggle in animals is crazy But what
1: do you do you put them in a medicine bottle a condom and then you swallow them and then you shit them out like you can <laughs> no, survive No in no.
0: You? no they were on the outside of his body oh, They had medicine they bottles with holes punched in it and then they're like in the medicine bottle with like they're their, they can not move their wings It's oh, so that fucking is so sad. sad It I is so that. sad Me too I hate it too But you had alligators in a bathtub in Brooklyn so No a kiddie
1: pool and it was a big one
0: <laughs> okay and so yeah so yeah so that I, like shit like that I, blows my mind
1: i watch uh 60 days in you watch 60 days in
0: i have not watched 60 days in but have really you good. watched love after lockup
1: no no i watch love birds about people in prison who fall in, in love prison and they, yeah and they talk through the toilet bowl and to
0: the toilet yeah with the string yeah Listen, yes. love after lockup is even better than Birds because it's about somebody who met another person who's in prison and then they get married or date. And then so, that person gets out and they show you how they like live their life. It's crazy. I,
1: I know a girl who is well, this
0: is definitely defam, defamating defamating what you're about defamation to say of character. I can see you're about to spill the tea on someone and you don't want to do it.
1: No, no, I'm not going to say anything. Good. Let's talk about
0: conspiracies instead. So Gaspar and I are like texting. (laughs) Hey, real quick,
1: before the conspiracies though, guys, don't forget there is a giveaway. Oh yeah, don't forget. if you are listening to the podcast right now, just screenshot whatever you're listening to it on, tag us at Mr. D times three, stand up Randazzo, quote the podcast and post it somewhere, whether it's on your story or on your page and you will win a mystery prize. Of something from Mr. D, something from me, and a piece of jewelry from True Warrior Jewelry. That's truewarriorjewelry.com.
0: TrueWarriorJewelry.com. Listen, so Gaspar and I are texting late at night. Like, we're always fucking texting at like weird ass hours of the day. No one needs to be concerned. Anyway, we're talking about fucking conspiracy <laughs> theories out of nowhere. And we get this idea to stop talking about them, find two of our favorites, and bring them to the table right now for the podcast so gasper is bringing two i'm bringing two i got some good ones but i know gasper his are gonna be better
1: no 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 well just for the record what's funny is i originally said let's do five and five (laughs) and then we started laughing going there is not a chance in hell that we would get through five because First off, for thirty minutes into the episode, and we haven't even brought up conspiracy theories yet. So forget the i the the concept. Second that, of all, we
0: talk for an hour before we even press record. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we knew we weren't getting to them. But actually, mine are pretty tame. I I, I wanted to, I I just like them.
0: Okay, hit me with. Sense. Okay, how about you share one, then I'll share one, then you share one, then I'll share one.
1: So it's like a you show me yours, I'll show you mine type of deal.
0: Well, you know, I wasn't going to say it, but since you went there.
1: All right. So my first one is that Shakespeare wasn't real. Did you ever hear
0: of this? Get the fuck out of here.
1: All right. So listen, Shakespeare's not real. He's a, they believe that he was a collection of many people, and they all came together and used this name Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, as the name of them. Ooh. And they put out all these stories as him, but it was a collection of people. Because, and there's like logic behind it. Yeah, that's the part um,
0: that gets me with conspiracy theories is when they start giving you the shit that's like, this is why it could be true.
1: Well, and and they say it could be true because, like, the way things are written, a lot of the way things are written, like, it wouldn't have made sense. Like, he said one word this way this time, and then the next time he said it different, like three books later, he said it different. So they said that they think it was just a collection of people. Who wow. it all. Now, I don't know if you are. So I'm. are you a big reader?
0: Yeah, you're not.
1: No, I don't read at all. Last book I read cover to cover was Holes from, that, you know, Louis Satcher. That that. <laughs> it's a great book. I really enjoyed it. I Scan was <laughs> yeah. so it was great. X-Ray, all the characters. I really enjoyed it a lot. And I felt like it was I was on such a high after that book. I didn't want to ever come down. So I didn't pick up another book. since. But, <laughs> but I yes, do read, I read a lot books. of. I do read a lot of sports articles, though.
0: You want to hear something crazy? In third grade, I thought I like I was a bad reader. Like I could not really read for shit. And I wanted my teachers to think I was like so smart. So I went to the library, the school library, and checked out all these books about Shakespeare. And I was just like <laughs> and I literally was like, I'm super into Shakespeare right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have been into
1: a collection of different authors acting as Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, what if I was like, and by the reads of these books, I don't think it's written in the same tone, text, or voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, so I'm not a big reader, but I do appreciate, you know, Shakespeare. I'm not like an asshole, so I went to the theater in the round in London. Oh, been very there?
0: cool. No, yeah, never the Globe been.
1: theater. It's the Globe. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Globe, and um, and it
0: is in the round.
1: It's in. A, it's a, It's not anymore. But oh, it's like a. I think it was burned down. If I remember, yeah, correctly. I think so too. Yeah, they they burned it down, and also the beginning of Shakespeare when plays were going on, there were no women allowed on stage at the time. So they used to use
0: these boys to play yeah. women, but they weren't just any boys. There's a special name for it, and it's like a boy who got his balls chopped off when he was like really Munich? little. Is it? No, I don't. I don't know. is. But their voice never changed. Off.
1: Yeah, but I thought they were just prepubescent pubescent or whatever that term. No, is. No,
0: there's like this. I there. I don't know what it is, but there's this term for like this type of man who got his balls cut off when he was younger, so he just like never went through puberty, and his voice was super high. Wait, for they always. purposely
1: cut your balls off, or they? Yeah, fall- so you,
0: so you could be this char- So you could play these characters later on in life.
1: Now, if you have no balls, can you have sex? Have. Children and sex? No, I don't. I don't,
0: I don't think you can have children, but as long as they don't cut off your penis, I think no, but, you could still have will sex. Well, it still
1: go up without the ball, like because they didn't have. How did they do that? Without, yeah, they could still have, like, go
0: up without the balls, Casper.
1: No, you but they still didn't have without like, the
0: balls. Why do you? Well, you don't need your balls unless you want to have babies. Do I explain this to you?
1: They didn't have real good surgeries back then. Right. So it
0: was probably like a hockey skate or something. Yeah, but
1: you cut it off with a blade and then what? You just sew it?
0: I guess for, I wasn't around, around that time, so I can't quite tell I you. I will Google it,
1: but I know I'll end up on the dark web.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, don't I'll look end it up. Watching.
1: Do you remember when we were kids?
0: Yes, <laughs> the, and I hate it. Oh the pain, God, the yes, pain Olympics. Olympics. Oh God, oh, no, God. no. Did your friends make you watch it too?
1: Oh, watch it, and then we filmed it. No, on the camcorder our reaction videos. That's like actually. We were Did ahead you watch of our like, time.
0: Jar Squatter and shit.
1: Oh, we watched it all. Yeah. Oh, people who were listening waited. don't yeah. look Unless this up. Unless
0: you were like a 14 year old boy in like 2000. When were we 14? 13? 2002. 2003, 2003. It was
1: called the Pain Olympics and it was just like the original YouTube of people putting like firecrackers up their ass. Assholes. It was blowing terrible. Them up. Terrible. And I don't know how it was a thing or and legal.
0: I'm, su- I'm, I'm scarred.
1: Yeah, that's disgusting. All right. So anyway, Shakespeare wasn't real. That was my first conspiracy theory. And it's pretty cool. It's just an interesting one. So,
0: dude, we fucking need to take an Adderall and do the podcast one time. We just <laughs> went from Shakespeare to the Pain Olympics back to Shakespeare. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So
1: Shakespeare was it? So if anyone Joe read, read it, a, a lot of strength. Shakespeare when he was young.
0: We'll take it. Okay, my first conspiracy theory. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. One of the other things that Gaspar and I realized that we had in common is we were both very into like skater pop punk music when we were growing up so i still am and dude i wanted to bring you to seattle they have a fucking pop punk emo night so fun
1: what is it like they play the music and you sing
0: they play all the music and you wear like a fallout boy t-shirt
1: oh i'll shave my head again back to my mohawk days (laughs) i
0: fucking would for sure anyway um This has to do with that, and it is the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne is actually dead. And it's not just... Have you heard this one before? No, no. So it's the, this conspiracy theory is that Avril Lavigne, when she was starting to really climb and become really famous, like right after Skater Boy came out, she died tragically and in a freak accident somehow very quickly, right? But the industry really still wanted to capitalize on her success and her fame. So Avril Lavigne always had this stunt double that would like, go somewhere else to lead the paparazzi in a different direction. And apparently this girl really looked like Avril Lavigne. So the conspiracy is that they made this girl Avril Lavigne moving forward. And the Avril Lavigne that we know today is actually that girl. Now, at first I was like, no dice, no dice, right?
1: Uh (laughs) It's 10 (laughs) o'clock.
0: Then I found videos of pre Avril Lavigne and post Avril Lavigne. These two girls' voices completely different. Same year, one an interview sounds like this. The interview interview sounds like this. Then they show clips of the Avril Lavignes and like how their kind of bodies are a little bit different. How they're a little bit different. It's crazy. It's possible.
1: So and she sings. The yep. new one,
0: and, and and they play songs too. You can hear in the singing.
1: Whoa, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. See, that's like Paul McCartney. They did that with. Oh, really? One one of the Beatles. They said was dead. That he died, and they just oh, kept going. Yeah, I remember. I, that I, too. I don't remember the whole thing, but you know who they say they do that with? I mean, I don't really care about this person, but Kim Jong Un, the leader of North Korea. Oh,
0: they think he's dead, and
1: well, because there's like five or six like lookalikes that they forced like people to get plastic surgery to look just like him Uh-oh. because they needed more it to ingenious. look like he was in more places than he was, you know, to give like that godlike appearance. Back I think in January, it was rumored that he had died because he had something wrong with him. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he went from like being dead in a hospital bed to like, you know, parading himself around, running around, being this leader again. And they say, Ooh. it's just a, it's just another person who's just the role of kim jong-un
0: wow i haven't heard that one either but yeah because yeah. this is a common conspiracy
1: well i guess like if you're at the if you're fame so all right i have a weird thing they say that nine people in the world look just like you i believe it so and i think about it sometimes like you and i kind of look alike right yeah we definitely so, could pull
0: off being related
1: so like there's nine people who look like you now i always wonder like is there a an Indian version of me, a Mexican version of me, a Chinese version of me? Or is it like cause if we look just like me, wouldn't I find that like I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. okay, like Brad I don't Pitt, think it would. Like if there's nine people who look like Brad Pitt, wouldn't we know who they were? Because they're looking like Brad Pitt.
0: <laughs> Kinda, but what if they're <laughs> like not like that?
1: But yeah, I guess like, but you could look alike, but then have a different haircut. Like the the Joe Dombrowski of, you know, Omaha or be like thicker might or have something. long hair. Right. Or might right. have a different dye. He, he
0: does. The Joe Dombrowski of Omaha does. He has long hair. He's in the bowling league. He's got and, four kids and three wives.
1: Yeah. Like there's a me not with a snake in his basement. Oh, you know I, I mean,
0: that's another thing we have to ask the fans to do sometime. Find our doppelgangers.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> someone actually found yours recently. Oh, remember? you
0: motherfucker.
1: <laughs> so I recently... Bring up
0: the picture. Throw it on the screen. If you're watching <laughs> on YouTube, you can see it.
1: I recently found a, a, a Pee Wee Herman fucking weird doll in my attic that I just moved into the house. There was a Pee Wee Herman doll. That's
0: crazy, Gasper.
1: And some, I posted a picture of it on Instagram. And someone said oh, wow. Hey, Joe. And I said, huh? I didn't understand what they meant. And then they said, yeah, I hate it. Mr. D. And
0: so spot on.
1: I mean, you really can't (laughs) deny it. That's a real splitting image of you and Pee Wee Herman. Did you watch Pee Wee Herman growing up?
0: Oh, yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse all the time.
1: Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: What was your next conspiracy theory? (laughs)
1: We we didn't have cable. Not only do we not have cable, but like my parents like just do something. Like you know, don't you don't need a TV. And then I carried that with me when I was older. I got my first car. It was three hundred dollars off eBay. And wow, what uh, was it? In eighty nine, Lincoln Mark Seven. It was horrible. The Mm -hmm. the the windows. I had to they didn't roll i had to pull them up myself and then so once i parked in front of like a gang of kids and i was like oh shit and my windows were down i I started pulling up then i realized they're just gonna come over and pull them down so i had to park like 20 (laughs) blocks away and uh, but yeah it it sucked the sunroof was uh, there was a sunroof it was open when i bought the car i couldn't shut it wow bring it to the mechanic he's like we could either glue it shut or leave it open i was like obviously fucking glue it shut (laughs) but anyway There was no radio in the car. So my what dad's like a fucking like,
0: idiot. Why would they my, even <laughs> offer to leave it open in New York?
1: My dad's like, "You don't need a radio, just sing." So like me and my friends would just drive around and I'd be like boom bop, da da ba ba. it's like we had no other thing. There was no radio. And then when I finally got a radio, I installed my own radio. Remember yeah, I used to have to do that. Yeah, like a day after I did it, someone smashed my windows with uh, bricks and it. they crowbarred out my radio and stole it. A it cost more after. money to it cost more money to fix the windows <laughs> that they smashed than the car was worth. So I totaled the car. I junked wow. it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, all right. My next conspiracy theory. Well, you said you had two really good ones, and we're kind of running out of time here. So what's your other one? Well, what's your other I like, one? So my other one is about subliminal messaging, uh-huh. how it's everywhere and you just don't realize it. So like you'll be watching TV and it'll just like pop up quick. Ooh. And so in Australia, they actually banned subliminal messaging because the marketing, you know, like back in like the fifties, it was like really common. You'd be like in a movie theater and you'd be watching it. And then like, it would come up be like popcorn and then it would just keep going
0: what really just,
1: yeah it would like quickly tell your brain like to get popcorn and stuff like that but they banned it and in america it was banned and i think in australia in like 2012 they banned it because at the VMAs the australian VMAs they had all these messages popping up like the burger king logo would just randomly be like you know they'd have like lady gaga going up to accept the word it would be like lady gaga and like in the a they'd be like a little wendy's burger Uh so if you're watching at home you'd see it without even realizing it and when they slowed it down in real time they noticed like there was like neutrogena commercial all these things built in but they say it's everywhere that subliminal messaging is still being used today and like it's just like this underground company thing we might be doing it to them right now.
0: I, I should put a sign behind me that's like Mister D Times Three dot com to remind everyone <laughs> to go buy tickets to on tour, which I'm on tour right now. And if you didn't know that, I'm gonna be at Salt Lake City, Providence, <laughs> Rhode Island, Providence, Rochester. Rhode Island <laughs> Rochester. Wow, that's a, that's an interesting one. I'm gonna be on the lookout. Keep yeah, text like me you, next time you see one.
1: No, but if you look it up, like look up like subliminal messaging. In advertising, it's wild. Like at one point, like Burger King had Burger King had like a sandwich that was only a dollar, and they put the dollar bill in the lettuce. Like, but it was like subliminally like put into the lettuce so that when you see the picture, you see the dollar, and you like associate dollar bill with the sandwich.
0: No. yeah.
1: Yeah, if you look it up, it'll come up.
0: Look for subliminal messages in these corporate logos. I'm watching a you God, I'm watching a YouTube video of it now. It looks crazy.
1: It's it's really crazy. Like and like you know. And then there's some stupid ones like like oh FedEx is an arrow. Like there's an arrow if you look at the FedEx. That was logo. the
0: first one that popped up here. Obviously, so what what does the arrow matter?
1: But the arrow means like it gets you somewhere. Like NASCAR. Oh, this is a cool one. F Formula F1 racing. It's, right.
0: This is stupid though. Tour de France. It says. The Tour de France logo is a man on a bike for the O-U-R. That's not subliminal messaging. That's just like being creative yeah. well, with your logo. Well, that's what
1: I'm saying. Don't don't think about all of them. Those are kind of ones are stupid. But they had a cool one. Formula F-150 Racing, they banned cigarette companies from advertising on the race cars. Yeah. So what the what the race car did was they put a bar – it looked almost like a barcode, right? The mar- mm-hmm. It looked like a barcode of white and red, but when the car went really fast, it looked like a cigarette carton of Marlboro. And they were like, "We're not saying we're sponsored by Marlboro. We're we're just putting white and red stripes on our car. But when a car is going 150 miles an hour, it looked like a red and white cigarette carton from Marlboro, and it was like a subliminal message to go smoke. Just Ooh. weird stuff. All right, what's your? I'm going to be yours? watching
0: subliminal messaging all night now after knowing this mine is the conspiracy theory that and i learned this in on my trip to saskatoon because my (laughs) driver told me that he believes that the prime minister of canada justin trudeau's father is actually fidel castro
1: Justin Trudeau's father is Fidel Castro. Why? Is he there Cuban? Is,
0: first of all, at first I was like, yeah, that's definitely not real. By the end of our conversation, I was like, plausible. So <laughs> first of all, Justin Trudeau looks nothing like his father. Nothing like his father. Second of all, when Justin Trudeau's mother was like, they like separated. I think there was some fidelity infidelity going on. Separated.
1: With Fidel
0: then she was all friendly with Fidel Castro. And there's pictures of Justin and Fidel Castro, mother together. There's pictures of Fidel Castro holding Justin Trudeau when Justin was little. And then I did a deep dive on the plane and I found pictures of Justin Trudeau and Trudeau and Fidel Castro next to each other when they were both like the same age. So like 10 years old, 20 Yay. years old, 30 years old. And it is crazy. This dude looks like Fidel Castro no doubt, dude. Hairline, jaw with the dimple, like but now, facial could, structure.
1: What was Justin Trudeau's mother? Like what was she that she was around? Access- no, but what would she have had access to Fidel? You know what I mean cuz like
0: So there was a lot like so Can- Canada's relationship with Cuba was not the United States yeah, at this yeah, yeah. time too. They were they were like almost they were like into it pretty much. And Fidel Castro would go to Canada a lot, and he actually often flew into Gander, Newfin, Newfoundland, Newfound, Newfoundland, 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 <laughs> okay, and he would fly in there. And so he was like frequently in Canada and would like be with the Trudeau's. Weird. And then one day he slipped her a little bit of Cuban sandwich, and now we have just a Trudeau.
1: Interesting. All right, I have another one. It's not really a conspiracy theory, but it's kind of, it's just interesting. Wait, Rest- do you
0: believe it or no about Justin Trudeau?
1: I'm not going to lie. I don't know enough about...
0: Yeah, I can see your little history brain going. Like, you're going to do yeah, a little like, research. Well, because
1: I'm thinking, like, like what would have led... Like, would Fidel Castro have just been hanging out in Canada? Sure. Yeah. Would Justin Trudeau's mother have access to him? Like, what was her role? Was she a politician? Was she just a woman Who was in Canada. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: No, she was married to Justin Trudeau's dad.
1: Who was what? A
0: a, a politician. I'm pretty sure prime minister at the time.
1: Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, so then that makes sense.
0: Something like that. So then that would
1: make sense then. Well, I mean, I don't know if it would make sense. I'm pretty
0: sure. Also, nobody quote us on this shit. We're just yeah. piecing together what we did a little bit of googling on. Anyway, what's yours one? Your like, interesting one? Like
1: the reptile people? You know? I mean, I'm gonna yeah. really talk oh, about the this reptile one, people for sure. The ones what? that the Miley Cyrus, her eyes blink inward. Yeah, that's crazy. But I don't, I don't really believe that one because, like, Me either. it's just weird. All right, so this is a good one. Rasputin, you know Rasputin,
0: Re- the song?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Rasputin was a healer, right? So in the 1900s, the early 1900s. They had the the president of not the president the leader of Russia the czar czar Nicholas I believe his name was czar Nicholas he was a he was the leader and their son had hemophilia he what? Was, he would bleed yeah he would bleed so this guy Rasputin who was this healer right Rasputin left his family and he was traveling on mountaintops and speaking to God and all this stuff Rasputin ends up in Russia in front of Tsar Nicholas and basically he's like, I can heal your son. And whatever he did somewhat healed the son, right? Mm -hmm. So Rasputin ends up living with the family because he's the healer, right? Now there's also this rumor that Rasputin and the Tsar's wife were hanging out. So Rasputin convinces. Now, if you ever see a picture of Rasputin, he's the creepiest looking guy you could imagine. Rasputin convinces the husband that he has a prophecy while he was sleeping that Russia went off to war and they lost because the czar, the the leader wasn't with them. So he's like, you need to go with the people if you want them to win the war. So he basically lies to this guy and tells him to go off and fight so that he could stay home with the guy's wife. And he just hangs out and essentially runs the country for a while while until people started to realize like Rasputin's fucking crazy and wasn't really running the country wasn't really this mystical healer kind of was just full of shit and then they they killed him but they really didn't kill him you know that whole story they 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 club him in the head he doesn't die they shoot him twice in the face he doesn't die they wrap him up in a rug and they throw him in the river he doesn't die and then he swims out of the rug and he's swimming and he drowns eventually because the river's freezing and that's the story of Rasputin. Once again, don't quote me fully, but that's the story of him. I have, I have no that's idea his... what you're
0: talking about. <laughs> I know nothing but... about any of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but it's a conspiracy theory that he was sleeping with the president of Russia's wife.
0: Well, there you go. There you I don't go. know if that's a
1: conspiracy theory, but... <laughs> this, is like... you... <laughs>
0: this, is, this is what I want you guys to do. Why don't you go check us out online? I want you to get tickets to our shows. And also, what I want you to do is I want you to take a screenshot of you listening or watching the podcast. Then I want you to post it on social media and tag both of us, Stand Up Randazzo and Mr. D times three. And then I want you to just wait about a week and then we'll let you know. And we're gonna pick one of you. And when we do, you're gonna get a prize from Gassler and from me, and a little piece of jewelry, maybe not little, we don't know, from True war Jew. True warrior jewelry. So keep that in mind.
1: Enter, win. It's gonna be good stuff. You're not gonna regret it. If you already listened this long, you might as well win something.
0: that's what's up? Maybe we'll All send right. you a
1: snake. I don't think we're gonna
0: do that. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do legal things. Not Probably send snakes the in the mail. <laughs> hey, love you guys. Thanks for listening to Social Sales Podcast. I'm Jonah Browski.
1: I'm Gasper and Thank you guys so much for listening.
0: Bye. Bye.